You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. It's Vegas. It's rock. It's dogs. It's Vegas Rock Dog Radio. A rock and roll show all about pets, people, and pop culture. Stand by for great guests and cool advice. All in one rocking hour. The phone lines are open at 702-483-4444. That's 702-483-4444. Now, let's bring on the host. Here is the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam. Hello, everyone. It's a gorgeous day in Las Vegas, and you're listening to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs, and we're live on a gorgeous day. We were just over at, where were we, Jim? I can't remember the dealership. Chrysler Dodge. Chrysler Jeep, sorry. Uh, it's the Jeep. dealership over in Henderson, the auto mall over there, and they're doing a Pet Appreciation Day event. And um, we sit at our table. Who else was there? Sandy from Dogs ID Tagged. Uh, Amanda from Livecast Studios. If you uh, read my blog this week, the, the Rock and Roll Dog. will be there today. That's right. We need to talk to them as well. The com. If you hop on there, I did a fantastic blog post on Livecast Studios where we did a live cast with me holding Thornton's paw for four minutes that felt like a lifetime but the peanut butter helped hold her in place <laughs> while we got the cast the mold itself actually the mold is very rubbery it's like um, if you've had um, impressions done at the dentist it's that material so it is safe and uh, but they've got to keep still for four minutes so uh, she did wonderfully well. And I they can't keep still for four minutes. I know. <laughs> and um, the cast came out brilliant and they bronzed it for me. So I actually took it down today to the pet appreciation event down there at the um, Auto Mall. And it's on Amanda's table. She's doing live castings today. <laughs> this is her first This is her first event as a... Uh, as a uh, uh, vendor. It's the first time she's ever been a vendor. So she, when we left, she was taping brown paper across the whole table. She got a jar of peanut butter That's at hand to keep her, keep the pets still. So I'm sure when we get there, she looked beautiful when we left. I bet when we get back, she's covered in all kinds of stuff and dog hair. Yeah. So, um, but I'm really, really thrilled. They've got a fantastic business that such people have shown a lot of interest in. And yeah, the Henderson Shelter's there. So Thornton came from the Henderson Shelter. So we love them. And they do a very nice job of getting the animals adopted out. And Thornton came from there nine, eight years ago. Yeah, not crazy. We didn't actually go to the shelter. She, We were at PetSmart picking up treats prior to Jim having his surgery on his nose to get his nose fixed because he broke it. And we had Galaxy with us. And we went to get treats and food, didn't we? And <laughs> before we pulled up, I saw these two cute dogs, Fluffy and the Jack Russell. And I didn't even know who they were. I just said, oh, gosh, look how cute that dog is. And then we went in. Then the dog was in there with the lady. And I said, oh, is this your dog? And she said, no, they're from the shelter. I picked the two calmest dogs. And I thought I might be able to get them adopted today. I said, I'll take her right now. (laughs) That was exactly. We weren't looking for the dog. I just instantly fell in love with her. He goes, but I've got to get to this surgery. And I said, no, no, hang on. Hang on, I'm paying for her. We, We didn't ask any questions. All we knew was an owner had turned her in. And her name was Princess. <laughs> so she acts like one. So does not, does not fit. What was that, Jim? She acts like a princess. Sometimes. It's not really a great name for her. So we changed her name and we changed her life. And uh, so that's why we love the Henderson Shelter. So that's how we, we got her. 
It's funny, isn't it? You're not looking. It's like when people say, I fell in love when I was least looking for it. You know, that goes for your animals, that goes for your people too. Were you looking for love, Jim, when you saw me? Yes, I was hunting. Look how embarrassed you is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you went bright red. And that's not because of his niacin flush <laughs> that he's having. Flush. <laughs> I, I just asked him if he was having... Um Hot flashes. <laughs> <laughs> and I looked at him. Like, yeah, That's Diane. That's here in studio. She uh, has a great show here on Vegas All Night Radio called "The Ladies of On Pit Road Racing." We love Diane. She loves animals too. She's a racing lady. <laughs> She's a racing lady. Hey, w- there's a lot of women that love racing. I-, I was surprised how many women love it. And how about those those little girls? Oh, how old are they? Twelve. Uh, they ranged from eight to. 16. On the racetrack, they were fearless. Mm-hmm. I thought they're gonna they're gonna whip all these guys <laughs> yes. because yeah, they've got the physicality though on their side. They've got youth on their side because I didn't realize how physical racing was until Mike was just he got out of the car and I was like, oh my gosh, are you kidding me? And he was like, yeah, I'm just like worn out. Yes. So the the physical aspect of it is uh, is very important. People think that you just sat there in the car. Heck no. Oh no. I'd be, I'd be contracting my abdominals on those bends. Now, NASCAR, it's it's just left, left. Right. Left. You don't turn right. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Go left. Most of that, it's, they're left. Right. But in the go-karts, if you have, like, the road the, course. Yes. You go left, right. The wiggles. Yes. It, the what wiggles. A, the wiggle. The you wiggles. wiggle around that course. Race car drivers don't do the wiggles. <laughs> But it's a good visual. It's a good visual. Uh, we were down at the Gene Woods uh, racing experience, and this is where, where Diana and Mike had this fantastic fundraiser. And um, it, what a great track! And the view from that is great because it's the whole strip. Yeah. But you you need to you need to get some friends together, Jim, and do that. Do some racing. Yeah. yeah, just let Mike know, and then we'll go out there with you. That would be so much fun. Since you just missed out, with Mike, I'll just race with Mike. All yeah. right, then sounds good to me. Well, well um, like we're the Stig. You're the what? Do you know who the, the Stig. Stig is? The Stig. Oh, <laughs> there's this, there's this great car show in Britain that's been going for what thirty years, forever and a day. Called um, and, and I love it. And I'm not a car person, but I love that show because the three hosts are hilarious. I mean, the shows since then. It's called Top Gear. Top Gear, yeah. And, and uh, <laughs> celebrity hosts, but they're also car enthusiasts. Oh yeah. And they come up with themes and they mad challenges, challenges, and they drive different cars and race cars and do on road and off road things and junk car things and. Um, and they have the but, stick. Yeah, it is fantastic. But they're the hosts, and then they have this mysterious guy that wears a white racing suit and a white helmet. You can never see his with face. With a blackout um, <laughs> face mask. And you never see his face. And he's their expert car tester guy, and he's just called the Stig. The Stig. Oh, wow. And no one knows his identity. It's been going And, and how do you see that? Uh, you know what? You can probably see, ep- well, you can see episodes on BBC America. Okay. Um, or you can see it on YouTube. Okay. They came up with an American version of the show. Oh, it's it terrible. Really come close. You can't. You can't. <laughs> it's like The Office here. It's terrible. You know, you can't remake British comedy. No. You can't remake it. It's a different sense of humor. Even though the script is the same from The Office, because Ricky Gervais wrote that whole thing as well as sure. starred in it, it's do- it is not that funny. And I think they make it look too glamorous, that show here. Because it's a paper mill in England, in and really? yeah, in a not so nice town. You know what oh. I mean? And then it just looks too glam on TV here. Now I think you should get in one of those carts. Oh, and race! I got dodgy neck. 
you know what? A dodgy neck. <laughs> well, they put a, they, they have a neck I did see those braces. They did they really hold them in place? Oh, yeah, your head does, yeah. You don't bubble around. Mm-mm. And yeah. you get, a, you get a, uh, a helmet that fits really good and then get one of those. Uh, that supports the, the back. That's my. That was my only concern because I said to Jim, God, I would love to have done that, but I have that neck thing going on. Yeah. We both we both fell a couple of years ago. This is the craziest thing ever. We fell outside of a target at the same time, like synchronized falling. We had a we ended up in uh, emergency. <laughs> it's the most bizarre situation. And um, you know the red painted fire yeah. thing outside mm-hmm. Target. Well, the one where we live. Well, all of them the same where we, near where we live. There's no um, there's no grit in the paint for traction. And it was summer. It wasn't wet or anything like that. And we were walking out chit-chatting. He was slightly in front of me. And next thing you know, I'm on my back in agony. And I don't understand why my husband hasn't come to help me. And I kind of roll over and he's lying next to me. Yes. And I go, what happened? I go, I don't know. And he, goes, <laughs> he says, I don't know. And I'm like, oh, we couldn't get up. We were in so much pain. Oh my His phone had gone flying, smashed into a million pieces. You damaged your wrist, your neck, your knee. your knee. I damaged my neck. I damaged my knee. My toe looked like it was hanging off. It was bleeding. But I didn't realize that until I actually stood up. And I was like, oh, my gosh. We were down on the floor for ages. I mean, they had video. I wish th- we tried to get the video. They would not give us the video. But <laughs> if we had that video, I, we would have been uh, YouTube millionaires. I would have yeah. put that on YouTube. Because how does that even happen? That is so bizarre. So we'd slipped on the that red paint so we decked it as we like to say in England we decked it but we were laid there for ages couldn't get up just was like in absolute agony but at the same time we fell down a car drove in front of us on the road and everybody thought we'd been run over <laughs> that we'd been knocked over so people were running over giving us like car information detail I got their plate and we saw who ran you over <laughs> No, nobody hears. And they go, well, why are you on the floor? <laughs> I don't know. We had no idea why we were on our backs in agony. Wow. And uh, when we actually touched that, we realized, wow, it was like glass. Honestly, it was like glass. If you see us on a camera going to Target, you see us walk over that red stripe from now on. We we, you, oh, we don't step you. on it. So anyway, uh, we ended up in emergency, x-rays and all. And that's when... <laughs> she said to us, well, you've both got degenerative disc disease. <laughs> I was like, what? And she was like, yeah, you've both got it. You know, and so that's, yeah, that's the dodgy neck situation. But that no, that wasn't from the actual accident itself. Right. I guess it's with age. But it didn't help. It did not help. Let me tell you something. I know why older people cannot recover from falls. It took us a long time, didn't it, Jim? Mm-hmm. It just didn't feel right for a really long time. And, you know, it took my jaw out of alignment. And my teeth started to hit on eat on top of each other, and I was in absolute agony in my head and teeth and jaw and neck. Went to my dentist. I said, oh, I don't know what's going on with my teeth. I didn't click. It was from the fall. And he said, uh, what have you done? I said, I had nothing. And then I went, oh, did I tell you about this awful fall? Oh, I said, oh, my gosh, that's when it all started. So I had to go to the chiropractor to have that put back in place. It's not a big click thing. Jaw adjustment is very interesting uh, in chiropractic. It hurts. It It hurts. It's not a click. It's not some weird, you know, like fast jerky movement. It's not. It's an interesting thing that they do from standing behind you where they actually hold like the hinges of your jaw in a certain way that when they ask you to open your mouth, you can't open your mouth. You, you, she's like, open it, and you have to open it. And she opens it, she pushes to the jaw back where it should be. And it worked, you know. But, you know, if I do get stressed once in a while, it pulls it out of alignment. It really, really does. You know, people like tense around the jaw. 
So that's our crazy fall down next story, jaw story. Wow. Step over yeah, that red paint, that, people. That was, a gr- that was a bizarre story. I know. If we had that video, as I say, I would have been a multimillionaire, multimillionaire. on YouTube by now. <laughs> Well, if you just listen into the show, <laughs> it's, it's surprising what we talk about on the show. But if you just listen into the show, you listen to Vegas Rock Dog Radio with me, Sam, your host, the Queen of Rock and Roll Dogs. And if you want to find us elsewhere on the internet, we're on Periscope at Vegas Rock Dog, and we will Periscope this afternoon from the Pet Appreciation Event down at Chapman Chrysler Jeep at the Henderson Auto Mall, and we'll be back down there around eleven thirty. So we'll Periscope and see what's going on so down come there. Come on out and see us later today. Yeah, it's on till two, so you'll be able to see what's going going on and Taco Bell's going to be there (laughs) well you are an eating machine he is like snacks I get quite hungry on Saturday he does I don't know it's like a routine he's got a bit of a routine going on in there it's hidden in there. You're funny. Uh, in your hair, baby. <laughs> you do got some nice hair. I'm really yeah. ready for it. Does love that hair. Mike's hair to I like back. Mike's new hairdo. I do too. It's good. It's a good look. Oh. I want him to grow back. Okay. <laughs> All right, get, um, that. If you want, you can hop over to our website. Get some of that chia stuff. Jim. <laughs> Gosh. It's Go now on, the Jim show. Yeah. It is. Every other week. Every other week you should <laughs> say Jim show. Playing the show, Jim. Yeah. Yeah. I think you should I think you should play um I think you should play the penny whistle next week on a Oh, well, that's an idea. Cuz that's small. Penny you can bring whistle. that with you. Mm. You won't have to bring a big instrument. <laughs> All right. I want to learn to play the recorder. I play recorder you know, too. It's surprisingly difficult to play that Renaissance recorder. Get you pick yourself up one. They're about five to ten bucks. I'll work with you on it. Yeah, he'll teach you how to play it. I've always wanted that and the piano. He's strict, Diane. I am. I I've wanted. He's a strict teacher. Okay. Well, that won't work for her. (laughs) (laughs) That's not very nice. Will you rebel, Diane? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry for laughing, Diane. (laughs) We also support live in studio domestic disputes. (laughs) My son. Actually told me that he is going to. He's saving his money right now to get a saxophone. He's going to learn to play the saxophone. Is he? Is he? I am so thrilled. Good for him. I he could re- can, I could recommend a good teacher for him. He can, well, he's he's in Kansas. It's <laughs> oh. not here. Oh yeah, well, yeah I'd have he, to fly um, out. He can play the um, <laughs> he, he can play the guitar. Now he wants to play the flat the sax. He good luck, whoever. Wants to be like Eddie Money. Yeah. See that? God, I love Eddie. You Money. know Eddie Money. You know he's multi instrumentalist and he started out as a saxophone player. He did. He was a New York City cop though as well. Yeah, huh. One day. That's interesting. Is that all it was? Yeah. And then he got shot at. <laughs> shot at twice in the first day. That was <laughs> end of his, his his career as a policeman. But we're glad. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I'm glad he got shot at. I'm glad he's okay. But I'm glad he got you know. You know how he plays? It's brilliant. <laughs> Okay, I think you guys need to talk about animals. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got one. I well, live with one. The, that was the pop culture segment of the show. That is the oh, pop culture right. segment. There's pop culture in your Yes, thing. there is. It's all People. relevant. Pets and pop culture. <laughs> okay. Well, let me tell you what the tip of the day is going to be. There's actually uh, a lot of tips. It's for Halloween. Jim gets very annoyed when people say... Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween is it's it a Halloween. Ha- I know it's a strange thing Halloween's coming up it's one of the most fun events for families and the children but is it fun for your pets in our home it's a nightmare a living nightmare actually uh, our dogs do not like people knocking on the door any time of year let alone Halloween repeatedly or ringing on the doorbell and they're not fans of screaming kids in bizarre costumes so we choose not to participate in the traditional sense of Halloween 
and it's easy we don't have children so we don't have any kids to disappoint or anything like that but how do you ensure a safe halloween when you have children and pets so i put together some tips that should help you have a a good halloween night without a lot of stress and any emergencies because the day after halloween sure enough someone contacts me my dog ran away my blah 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 blah. Yeah, what, is, what are the stats it's uh Independence Day and Halloween are the number one yeah, pet runaway days that's right. because the, the doors are open and closed and, and open fireworks and, 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 and closed and noises and yeah. distractions. So here we go. Tip number one. Go on then. <laughs> go on then. <laughs> Lots of people decorate with lights. Uh, so be very strategic where you place your Halloween lights. And if your cat or dog chews on the glass or the plastic bulbs, they are going to cut themselves. And if they chew on the cord, they could get a life-threatening electrical shock. So make sure they are away from kids and your pets when you're decorating with the lights. Don't keep lit pumpkins around kids or pets either. So we're talking about fire now. And again, if you're lighting these pumpkins, place them where they cannot get knocked off, particularly by cats, because cats can get everywhere and everywhere. And, or vandals. Um, or, or what? Vandals. Cats are vandals. <laughs> or vandals. Or vandals. Yeah. That's another thing too. Or buy your kids because, um, you know, one brush past those and they have a lot of those kids where those costumes are quite flammable, really. No, they're non-flammable. Are you sure? By law. All that stuff is... Really? Yes. Even when we were kids growing yeah. up. So what does it do? Does it melt? Does it do nothing? Does it... What does it do? It's... It's flame resistant. It just of some re- sort. repels. It's you know what? I will go buy one <laughs> and test it. And I will test it and <laughs> let you guys know. Right? Are you sh- I have. I've often wondered that. Yeah, buy, you, and it's definitely a, by law across buy the a board. Darth Vader one across yeah. the across the board though. Yeah. Law. Oh yeah, the laws are really strict on. Still, you don't. Halloween you don't costumes. want their hair flicking past. What about wigs? You know, people. I mean, you know, kids are wearing those. Um, Frozen wigs. Yeah. And they're the big, long plait. We call it a plait or a braid. Yeah. We'll check into that. But here's the thing. Be very prepared with it when it comes to things with fire, because that's the last thing that you need. And you don't want your home sitting on fire either. Uh, Pumpkins and corn. Lots of people decorate with pumpkins, and they decorate with corn. And it can certainly cause a stomach upset, even though their class is non-toxic. But as you and I both know, if you eat eat too much of anything, like half the stuff that Jim's eating this morning, (laughs) you're going to have some digestive problems and possibly blockages. And that's the last thing you need for your pet is a blockage. And once again, place them out of reach when you use them as decorations. And you may love a trick or treat. I actually don't like any Halloween candies, so that's good for me. But they're not for your pets. They're just not for your pets. So all chocolate is bad for pets. And the darker the chocolate, the more dangerous and lethal. The symptoms that your pet will display if they've been poisoned by chocolate are vomiting, diarrhea, rapid breathing, increased heart rate and seizures. Other candies or as we call them in England, sweets sweeties, containing the artificial sweetener, xylitol can also be poisonous to dogs and if you see a loss of coordination and seizures in your pet, you've got to get to your veterinarian immediately. And please tell your kids not to feed your pets their stash of treats (laughs) because they're only for the kids and um, of course make sure that the dogs and cats cannot get to them either when they come back with the big pumpkins filled with all that stuff. And that's another one of those just really dangerous ones. And if you are going door to door with your pets, which some people do, just I wouldn't accept a single thing from anybody whether it's a dog treat because we hear those horrible stories, which 
I'm going to talk about a little bit later on about what some people, horrible people do around Halloween time. So uh, be very careful when it comes to those treats, only for your kids. And gosh, I mean, now you have to go and x-ray your kids' sweets now, don't you? It's ridiculous. Um, don't dress, dress your pet in a costume unless you know they... I haven't found a razor blade or a needle in my treats in my entire lifetime. I think it's urban myth. I don't think it is, Jim. I mean, do you know what's happening right now? People are chopping up hot dogs and they put in poison in them and leaving them out in dog parks. Yeah, there's some sick people out there. I'm talking about people yeah, but Halloween. Well, but here's the thing. Would you trust it? I don't trust it. I, heard, I, I was watching um, America's uh, Secret Book or Book of Secrets. Oh, on Netflix. I've do watched, you watch it? Yes, it's so good. It's not. Did you watch the one about the terrorist? And what and what they are thinking? I mean, people are thinking that they're gonna they're gonna do apple orchards. They're going to start poisoning the apples. Mm. How easy would that be? Yeah, it is. That's it. It's, it's, the, it's the easiest thing you don't that think would be of. The I know. Snow White effect. Oh, you would have to say that. We're. I'm. I'm serious. <sighs> You're I ridiculous, Jeff. So ridiculous. But Ooh, when I saw that, and I'm thinking, apple. oh my god, I, who is he? I'm thinking. Do I ever want to buy another apple again? No. Wow. Because I saw that. You have to grow your own. I love apples. It's my favorite fruit. Well, if, I I start, if, if I see you getting sleepy, <laughs> I'll know what happened. We were driving by a neighborhood in Boulder City the other day, <gasps> and their pomegranate tree was full of oh, pomegranates it was hanging huge. over the wall. And I wanted to stop and grab some. I was like, no, you can't take people's pomegranates. If it hangs over you can't the go wall. Hang hang over, it it was in their garden. It wasn't hanging over nothing. You would have oh, to go in their garden. Well, maybe, but no. Well, that's what I used to say about my neighbors. The easiest way to, to grow apples is to have your your neighbor's tree hang over your wall. <laughs> I'll tell you what, Jim. Sandy Castell, one of the ladies of yeah. Pit Road Racing, has a pomegranate Does tree. Does she? Excellent. I will have her bring some pomegranate Excellent. sex and you make know, your Sandy last. and I go back a long time. We've known each other. He's for played years. for Sandy before. Yeah. yeah. We're trying to get her. Uh, Might be playing for her again. Yeah, we're trying, <laughs> we're trying to get her out there and get a show. Excellent. We have it out there now. Excellent. So. Yeah, I like Sandy a lot. But yeah, pomegranates. Pomegranates. Love mm-hmm. them. But you can't go in people's gardens and no. take them, Jim. Um, <laughs> but I used, to steal, I used to steal pumpkins. Did you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we used to steal I, watermelon. I, fashion time. I did it with my nieces and nephews. <laughs> but it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> so, I just it, like talking to these guys. So when it comes mm. when it comes to pet costumes, here we go. Don't dress them up if they don't like it. I know it's super yeah. fun. Ask them first to dress. Well, they will tell you. They will tell you uh-huh. <laughs> when they bite you when you put something on their head that they do not like. <laughs> <laughs> Jim's full of it today. It must be all those snacks and E numbers he's eating this Where's morning. Where's the hot dogs at? And the, yeah, where is the hot dogs you normally have? Oh my gosh. You said out. Jim's not a cat person. He's allergic, allergic. to them. Now, do you like cats at all? Oh, yeah. I, I oh, okay. I but like just, animals. But he yeah. just... We yeah. had a friend of ours that, that you want to see something funny, but you guys don't have cats, but you can imagine it. Take a sock yeah. and tie it around the, the, the end of them. You know, it's like they're towards their bottom right tie and then sit them down and watch them walk oh you know what did, I, I, I mean it's funny what, but what did I see? I saw a cat it's with a cruel. I thought someone put a cat harness on a cat and the cat just flopped on its side like it was like immobile because it had a cat harness on and then it took cute. it off it was fine We've tried. We've tried to walk our cats. <laughs> Not happening. No. <laughs> no. Well, they will tell you. Let me tell you That's that. That's right, Jim. Mr. They Twix, do tell you. They do. Mr. Twix is having nothing on his head at all. He's not having that. And here's your options. 
you can always get a cute Halloween bandana or a very cute Halloween collar and make it really simple on yourself. And if you do dress your pets, make sure they're comfortable, allow them to move easily and never cover their faces, their ears, their mouth, their eyes. That's not a good situation. Okay, the next thing, I talk about people wanting to poison pets. It's very common at this time of year leading up to to Halloween. There's some sick people out there who will try and lure your pets to the wall or your gate with poisonous treats. Oh, we saw those two little hooligans the other day in the park. Those oh, two little, yes. Those two little rampant children that had no discipline and a mother that was checked out. And they wanted to throw rocks at they, this they cat. They saw a cat walking through the park and they go let's get some rocks and I said oh. and I was about to go and lay into them and I was like well I'm not moving and then and they realized I had to lay into the mom as well and they realized we were yeah. stood there yeah. for a reason and they backed off didn't they and we yeah, waited we, I just gave them the evil stare the evils yeah it's ridiculous I mean, I where did you even get that idea from I used, I used a Jedi mind trick on them and <laughs> gave did. them an evil eye they did they, they put the rocks down and like walked away um, but yeah you know the, like you, you move your head slowly while you're staring at him the whole time. <laughs> yeah. Don't do anything bad around Jim. You'll get the, the stare, the stare down. But there are some very horrible, sick people, and they're either going to try and poison your pet mm-hmm. or they're going to try and steal your pets. Yeah. Do not leave them in your, your back gardens, your yards. Do not leave them. I mean, days leading up to Halloween, this is when it all starts to happen. And what happens uh, this time of year is a lot of um, shelters will not adopt out a black cat. They're such targets for this time of year. Yeah. People will adopt them and try and kill them and do some terrible things. So, um, And a lot of them won't even adopt a cat out the entire month of a black cat, the entire month of October. So keep them really safe. Keep them at home there are some sickos out there and that's how you're going to thwart them um what to do on the night of halloween and to be honest like i said i'm not comfortable with anybody even coming to my house at all let alone on halloween repeatedly coming to the door um strangers uh, freak the heck out of everybody including the dogs and all that noise and the weird costumes and everything and the constant opening and closing of a door is big big danger and it's just not worth putting your pets through that stress so take the same approach as you would do if there was a thunderstorm coming in or july the 4th kind of thing and um actually put your pets in a secure room away from the front door give them their toys put some music on give them some treats keep them put a comfortable. keep out sign in your driveway well what we do is we block out we block our pavement coming up to the door mm-hmm. we block it with a table and we have to put a big bowl of treats on there and i'm sure the first kid that shows up just takes all of them oh, sure, <laughs> we don't yeah. care because i just don't want them coming up to the door if we're not if not in or even if we're in i don't want it you know because it's just not good for our dogs so that's what we do and um, but we're not debbie downers because last year we dressed up and we just took our dogs for a nice walk up in Boulder City, went to Starbucks, got a puppuccino for the dogs, gave them some treats, took some cute pictures, and we were set for the night. So, oh yeah, tappy tap, trying to keep me on schedule, Mr. Jim. Somebody. And um, it's just uh, this way you can actually, if you actually keep them at home, keep them in their room, this way you're not going to risk losing your pets because it's a terrible night for them to be out and lost, and you'll be freaked out if they disappear. And uh, you'll be contacting me saying, can you help me? So let's try and avoid it entirely. Which leads me on to pet chips and IDs. Make sure you update your pet chip info. <laughs> <laughs> I wish we were periscoping what's going on right now. You, you have to see this studio sometime. <laughs> 
It's like 20 different things happening at the same time. Diane, you're out of control. <laughs> Diane's out of what control. Oh, I have seen this, Diane. A brilliant video of uh, stingrays. And it's almost like they're flying because oh, they are, go up and fly. Those aren't stingrays. Those are manta rays. Are they manta rays? Yes, know your rays. You, <laughs> I have seen manta a manta ray, but I didn't know that was That's a manta amazing. ray. Amazing. That's incredible. <gasps> Look at them. Wow. Jim and I swam with um, stingrays. stingrays and didn't know that, that we could get barbed to death. <laughs> what How do you the, tell the difference? Uh, size, Sting, isn't it? Manta rays are huge. Massive. You see how they're pointy? And they have the pointy points. When we worked on cruise and ships, they're massive, and, and you would see them. Like you know, swim by by the shape. cruise ship, and when you can see them that big from a cruise ship, they're huge, aren't they, Jim? Yeah. But I, um, I, <laughs> we went, we were in Stingray City in the Cayman Islands because we worked on cruise ships together. I'm just going to run one set of commercials, Jim. Relax. Um, and <laughs> we got in with these stingrays, and then I don't know. I just got a bit panicky and. My bikini top floated away, and I just wanted to get back in the boat. I was like, oh, I just freaked out. Like, ah, get me out. <laughs> yeah, my bikini top came off. I didn't care. Just I get back in the boat now. I've had enough, and that was it. But, yeah, that was an episode, wasn't it, Jim? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, we've had some adventures, haven't we? So, like I said, uh, on that night, make sure leading up to Halloween that you've got your pet's ID tag on them. Make sure the chip is up to scratch when it comes to information. We all know the chances of getting your pet back are much higher when you do those two things. And like I said, you're going to keep your cats indoors and uh, avoid any uh, poisonings or theft of your pets. And always have your pet's vet number available at hand for emergencies. But if you follow these steps, you shouldn't be making a call to any anybody in, in that regard. So with that said... We're going to take a quick break. We're going to run all commercials at once. That's what we're going to do. And uh, we will be right back. Listen to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Me, Sam, your host, the queen of rock and roll dogs. People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our chicken rolled food as a meal or shredded as a topper. Do you know that moment when your dirty dog's about to jump in your nice clean car? You can avoid all the cleanup and mess with a 4K9 seat cover. 4K9s makes heavy-duty seat covers and cargo liners that will blend seamlessly with the interior of your vehicle. You can find us at 4K9s.com, that's the number 4, K-N-I-N-E-S.com, or on Amazon.com. 4K9s makes nothing but the best for your best friend. It's designerpetsweaters.com. Hand-knitted designer sweaters for your precious pup or cool cat. Beautiful couture patterns for your pets, including custom-knitted formal wear, casual wear, yachting, and even sports-themed. Many designer pet sweaters include feathered tammy hats, top hats, and a lot of sparkle. Each sweater includes leg loops, front paw sleeves, and leash opening. Visit designerpetsweaters.com to order your four-legged fashions today. Your pets will stay warm for the winter and be runway ready. Large or small, we fit them all. Designerpetsweaters.com 
Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets on Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Now let's return to Vegas Rock Dog Radio. Here again, your host, the rock and roll queen of dogs, Sam. Oh, <laughs> and we're right back. Oh my gosh. It's a show on the break, isn't it? You should see the show that's going on when we're not live. Oh my gosh, too funny. We're having a, a good day though today, aren't we, Jim? So hey, far. Hey, hey. Jim's had 5,000 calories in snacks already. And we talked about stingrays and manta rays and Halloween. What about your snake this week? Ah. Uh, so about a year ago. Another one of those desert night snakes. Yeah, about a year house. ago to the day, I'm sat in the living room. He's not even here. He's on a gig. And um, I'm sat, I've got the back door open, and Mr. Twix is jumping around like a little maniac. So I swing my legs around on the sofa to stand up and have a look, and there's a snake in my house. In your house? In our house. First time we've seen a snake in, what, 18 years in our house. About 18 inches long. I freak out. The dogs don't want to leave it. <laughs> so I have to scoop all three dogs up and throw them in a room, come back, and the snake's not there. And I'm like, I know it's in my house. So I put some big boots on to protect my legs in case I got bitten. And I texted him, even though he couldn't answer because he was playing a show. So... um I'm freaking out. I'm talking to myself really loud. Going, oh, my gosh. Oh, I can't believe this is happening. This is a nightmare. This is a living nightmare, I'm saying. So I just got on Facebook, and I was like, well, I need some company. I was like, there's a snake in my house. Now, people say the funniest, bizarre suggestions. Saturday night, 10 o'clock at night. Yeah, you should call animal control. First of all, they don't deal with snakes. It's Saturday at 10 o'clock at night, people. They're not coming out. You should call the Department of Wildlife. Um, I think that's a 9 to 5, Monday to Friday deal you know I thought, uh, the suggestions are ridiculous well, anyway and I wasn't asking for suggestions <laughs> I was just like oh my gosh I don't want to be by myself so there I am just paranoid until he texts me back after the show and really it's that long yes it's that long come home so I'm covered up he strips down why I don't know and he's got all he's got on his boxer shorts on with one big angry bird on the front <laughs> You have to get in the zone. You gotta get the yeah. You gotta have those Angry Bird pants on in order to catch a snake. Do you like the Angry Birds? We're like we're like yeah, dual survivor. Does. I'm like I was like the nature guy, and you were like the the special forces guy. <laughs> yeah. So he's got barbecue tongs, and I give him a plastic shoebox, and I don't have a lid for it. I've got a cardboard lid for it. So anyway, he's moving things all casual, like well, what snake? I don't see nothing. Moving curtains, and then I just hear him scream, snake. <laughs> yeah, you keep exaggerating. No, Jim, you were freaking out. Bad. Admit to it. No. Does he scream like a girl? Yeah, it goes like that with his hands. <laughs> 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 and he catches it with the barbecue tongs. And then he's putting it in the shoebox and he's going, put the lid on it. And then he's mad because it's not the matching lid. I don't know why it was such a big deal. I was like, the only lid I've got, I don't care. Oh, he's not. I'm just putting it in the box. Put it in the box. We take a picture. So then he decides, it's midnight by this time. He decides he's going to go to the park to release Catch it. and release program. Catch and release program. Snake program at our house. So off he goes to the park and he's gone forever. I thought, oh, he's been arrested. <laughs> he's got Angry Bird shorts on only and he's got barbecue tongs and a snake in a shoebox. I mean, <laughs> can't make it up so then he came he came back then a week later i'm power washing the front of our driveway and i power wash a snake out of a crack so another snake and then this week 
we were coming back from a dog walk and it's near the our post box and I, oh my gosh there's another snake so we get the dogs in now it's li- this snake is living in the pedestal of the mailbox yeah so we couldn't get it out could we it went under there and so yesterday i did see one of my postmen i said oh by the way <laughs> watch out for snakes <laughs> So there's one on the pedestal. Who knows if they can get into the mailbox part? I'm not even sure. And he goes, are you kidding me? I said, no. I'm telling you the truth. So he's going to report it, he said, to his... um to his superintendent. I don't know what they would have to do, seal it. I don't know. But there's a snake out there. You don't want to seal it with a snake. No, no, no. Snake. You'd have to get the snake out, of course, yeah, and then no, seal it. No, if it was Mike with the snake. Do you like snakes? No. No, oh. He no. would weed eat it. He would what? Weed whack it. <gasps> no. Oh, I chopped that That's thing up. That's terrible. <laughs> I'm sorry. I can take spiders and bugs and all that, but them snakes. Look, all you need is barbecue tongs and a shoebox, like and he a, did. A yeah, okay. We used to do that in in North Carolina when we lived there because there were lots and lots of snakes oh. in the backyard. Oh, I could. Ooh, uh, they, make, they do make me shudder. Yeah. They do make me shudder. I won't. I won't monkey with the black snakes. Yeah. Black yeah. snake will come up and punch you in the eye. Well, <laughs> they keep all the poisonous snakes away. <laughs> with what? Black snakes are aggressive. Well, like headbutt, yeah. Oh, they're, 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 you got a big, thick hide on them, too. Black snakes are fighters. They'll, they'll come after you. I hate spiders. So that's our snake story. That's our weird snake story. So, yeah, we'll probably see it again, I'm sure. Oh, my God. You should take a picture. <coughs> well, I will do, because I've got pictures of the others. He tried to pick the other one up with a screwdriver last time. That didn't work very well, did it, Jim? <laughs> that's all he had at hand was a screwdriver. So you're never going to catch it with that. But he did. He caught it. Put it in a Chinese food box. Our neighbor, when he saw it carry across the road, thought he was bringing in some lunch. He said, have you got lunch in that Chinese take of food? No. It's one a, dog snake? It's a snake. Oh, <laughs> oh, we should write a book, Jim, about some of our escapades. Well, talking of snakes and other animals, and what else have we done? It's all water animals. What do they call them? What's a water animal? <laughs> Ones that live in the ocean. Fish. Satian. Satian. Fish. There's a name for it. Anyway, good news. Came out of Long Beach after vigorous lobbying lobbying, lobbying by a coalition of groups led by the Animal League Defense Fund. These are a brilliant organization you should follow. This is a team of attorneys that uh, work for free and they put all the animal cases together. You know, some big ones too. And this one's massive. The nation's leading legal advocacy organization for animals is the ALDF. And the California Coastal Commission voted, I think it was yesterday, to do the right thing for orcas by conditioning SeaWorld's SeaWorld's permit to expand the tanks at its San Diego facility on a strict requirement that the Marine Park agree to not add additional orcas to the existing inventory. So basically, they get to expand the tanks. Everybody's worried, oh, oh, they're going to put more orcas in there. But this is a, yes, you can expand it. And the special permit conditions proposed by the um, ALDF and a coalition of animal and environmental protection organizations are necessary to ensure that the existing orcas already held captive in SeaWorld San Diego tanks get the full benefit of marginally larger tanks. More important, the commission's decision means that if SeaWorld decides to move forward with the Blue World expansion project, it will essentially be required to phase out the use of orcas for entertainment in San Diego and ALDF does applaud the commission's decision as the best outcome for the animals under the circumstances it also means they're not allowed to breed at that facility 
It doesn't mean all the seaward f- facilities. Obviously, it looks like they have to do things by state, by state, or by country, or whatever. Because so they have reporting then? I am sure they will have put stuff in place for that because this organization is brilliant. Because my thing was, oh, they'll just let them breed. They've got bigger tanks now. They might not bring them in, but they might let them breed. And apparently they're not allowed to let them breed and they're not allowed to transport in and out of those tanks anymore. So it is That's a, I'll say it's it's progress. It's not always perfection, but you, progress is always very good before you get to perfection. So, because sometimes people want perfection straight away. It just doesn't happen that way. You know, where you can wave a magic and say okay let's release all the animals I mean it's just a gradual thing but they are making massive strides this organization in some really big cases they're on the tiger case here in town the dolphins you name it they're on it so it was a good piece of news Um, of course people have to keep their eye out on them you know because you don't know how people get around legal wording and you don't I don't even know if they're gonna even uh, what's the word when you don't like the outcome Go back and try and take legal action. Appeal. Appeal it. You know, I don't know. They might appeal it. I mean, I can't imagine they're happy with that. Do you know much about orcas and have you read up on our orcas? Yes. I said like captive orcas. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, orcas and dolphins don't get to be orcas and dolphins in captivity. They just don't. Right. Because they can only live to their environment, you know, or... They can only communicate with their own specific family. Yes. They can't lump. Right. One from one region in one pod with another from another region. They can't communicate properly. Um, so th- I remember watching Free Willy. Yeah. Everybody's that started the movement. Really? That started the movement. Well, how come they, we, we still have orcas in captivity then? This movie's... Well, you did exactly. in the movie. Why couldn't you... Da, 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 da. And there's two options when it comes to dol- uh, releasing dolphins from captivity and whales. Some can be trained to go back into the wild. Uh, they have had a couple that have been born in captivity and they've trained them to go back into the wild and they've done brilliantly. Or you retire them to a sea pen, you know, so it's like, it's the ocean, right. but it's cordoned off and obviously it's much bigger than a tank, you know. Right. We always, you know, say it's like a bathtub that they put them in here and they've had a lot of success with it, but they make so much money with it. So that's the issue. But saying that, they, like they were saying, SeaWorld is circling the drain right now and Harry Styles from One Direction was doing, oh, a con- yes. doing this concert yes. in San Diego and said, do you love, do you love dolphins? Do you love whales? Said, yes. Don't buy a ticket to SeaWorld. And it's made a massive impact because it's just raised its awareness. Not everybody knows. People go, oh, is raising awareness that important? Oh my gosh, yes, you have no yes, idea. It One, it could be, I'm never going there again. Or it could be, I want to get involved in this. I need to learn more. You know, so mm-hmm. it, it really does what all, money, all funds can come in to fight these mm-hmm. kind of things. I've never been to SeaWorld. Me neither. You never see me in a circus, you don't see me in a mm-hmm. SeaWorld. You um, just won't. I don't I was upset because I went over to Bonnie Springs a couple of weeks ago and they've got a petting zoo in there and it's not right. And they had a, they had a coyote there. Yes. Coyotes live here. They live in the mountains. Yes. It's in a cage in the mountains. It's the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Not very happy. Donkeys. Oh, no, ponies. You know, the awful, like, wagon wheel spoke thing and mm-hmm. the attachment. And they're going round and round and round for hours. The kids on their backs. It's wrong. But people are realizing that it's wrong. Yes. You know, and that's why you're seeing these kind of impact with SeaWorld. So, of course, everybody will be watching. I have a question. Um, the orcas that are in captivity. Their fin, their dorsal fin, that is, they're is, ill. Is that the reason that you see only them yes. that are in captivity? Yes, they're not once well. you see out 
in the wild, their, yeah. their dorsal fin ill. is up because, because they're, they're what? Ill. Ill. They're not well. Not well. Really? Yes, that's exactly okay, see, what it is. Autoimmune diseases. They're depressed. They're on antidepressants because they can't be a whale. Psychoses. Oh yeah. I mean, like dolphins, they don't. Dolphins don't attack other dolphins, and that's what they've been doing. They've been doing it here at the Mirage Hotel. They attack each other at boredom. They're chewing on the metal gates. They're just, you know, it's self mutilating. <laughs> because themselves. they can't be. They can't fulfill being a dolphin. Right. They can't fulfill being a dolphin, and that's that's what's terrible, you know, about those situations. And um, which leads me on to my favorite, one of my favorite people, Rico Barry. Now, Rico, I met Rico Barry last year, around about this time last year. And Rico Barry, oh, we've not got a lot of time. I could talk fast. Rico Barry used to be the trainer for Flipper. And Flip, they used seven dolphins for that. And Flipper didn't run for that long, in all honesty, but he became this big celebrity animal trainer. And then when the show was done, he'd go back and visit them. And his favorite was Kathy. Um, and he said she was really ill, in bad shape, depressed, sunburned. And um, she came up to him at the tank. And dolphins choose to breathe, by the way. They choose to breathe. Mm-hmm. She took a deep breath. She drowned herself right in front of him. And that was the, the, the actual defining moment where he changed everything about what he'd been doing with animals. Because he was part of actually capturing them from the ocean to come bring them into, you know, the shows and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And he uh, that day, I think he said he went to a Navy base and released, cut the nets and released some dolphins <laughs> into the ocean. And that's the first day he got arrested and then continued to do that since then. Now, Rico Barry, you might not know his name, but you know the movie The Cove? Yes. That is Rico Barry, who shone a light on it when he heard about what was happening in the Cove itself. And to this day, 28 years later, he's still, he's there right now, I think, because that hunting season is about six months. Mm-hmm. It's not just hunting, though. It's uh, they drive the dolphins into that cove by a metal pole in the ocean and hit it with a hammer. And it scares them to death and it drives them into that cove where trainers from all around the world are there paying $100,000 for a dolphin. They pick them out and then the ones that are left, they club them to death and kill them. And oh, then they no. sell the meat, which is very high in mercury. A lot of the Japanese, the Japanese out there don't know that this is going on. It's been such a terrible secret from this small fishing village. It's horrific. And so we, if you follow his page, he'll say it's been a red day at the cove or a blue day at the cove because the cove goes red with blood. Right. So this is Rico Barre and a fantastic three-part miniseries. Although it's not, it's not current, it tells you a little bit about his works, not just with uh, Taiji in Japan, but also in the Solomon Islands and and getting these island islanders and these um, chiefs to not you know slaughter anymore right. and to not sell them for export you know for shows and um it's he's an amazing guy and you can find it on the animal planet and it's a three-part series and it's one on taiji and two parts on the solomon islands and you will absolutely have to check love this guy i mean from a guy that went from taking them from the ocean and training them to going i it's the single most worst thing i've ever done in my life and and he's now in his 70s i think and, and his son's following in his footsteps lincoln oh, and amazing people amazing oh jim's keeping me on time here somebody's so, got to. <laughs> but yeah if you go to the animal planet you can watch it online for free and uh, it's absolutely fascinating it's called Blood Dolphins you'll want to get involved in one way or another whether it's just sharing the information or donating or it makes me actually want to go out 
to these places and actually be part of a team because oh, yeah. it's would be great. you know and it's happening all over the world but he's making strides he's the number one guy that they call when they need help with a dolphin or a whale and very educated and he's a very calm man which is amazing I think that's why he has such great success he's very steady he knows his stuff I know Jim <laughs> he thinks he's the boss of me today <laughs> Jim you want to come over uh, about 4 o'clock are you want to come back and boss Diana around in her show? You want to come and sit on my show because we're missing a cut. We're missing a host. I'll straighten you guys out. <laughs> mm-hmm. he's, he's something else, I tell you. I think you would enjoy sitting here talking to me and Sandy, wouldn't you? I would. Yeah. Sandy's don't remember. Don't forget if you're not doing anything, come back at four o'clock. You guys can have a good time with us. I think we're, we'll probably still be at the event well, today. Well, we'll be there at least till two, two thirty, I yeah. think. But see how you feel. Go on see then. how you feel, and if you want to come yeah. in, come we in. We need to say we need to send out praises and accolades now because Quick. we have to go here in a second. Go on, go then. on then. What's your accolades? Say your things to the, the, your closing things. Oh, it takes a minute. What, we got two minutes, Mike? <laughs> here we go. We always say at the end of the show, you can help a better need, either rescue, adopt, donate, volunteer, or share their information, rescue your next family member, replace the worst shop with adopt, be kind to all our animals, and we'd like you to be very safe on Halloween, so follow the tips. They're going to go up on my blog and up on my Facebook page. Thank you for Jim being Jim. <laughs> Yes, and and Diane also, showing me the manta rays. We forgot to mention <laughs> that little spirit has her permanent home now. <coughs> the dog from the airport that was found on the runway, yes. she's got a forever home. So awesome. we'll do a we'll do a big update on her. So uh, that's it. That's, that's the end of the show. Come down and see us at the Pet Appreciation Day at Chapman Chrysler Jeep at the Henderson Automall. We'll be there till two o'clock and come and meet some of our other friends there. Let's have a doggy selfie and come get treats from me. All right, everyone. We'll see you next week. Have a wonderful weekend. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.